Pandemonium Reigns. Hello, welcome to Pandemonium Reigns. I'm Ben. He's Mike. I'm pretty. You've heard this before. He's sexy. If you're if you're watching, if you're not watching on YouTube, man, you're you're missing out. You're you're missing out. The the the, the, the term shaken bacon has a new meaning because Michael's hair is in the building. Sir, <laughs> it ain't going nowhere, baby. Man. Everyone, it's gone. Uh, <clears throat> so what happens when we lose to Virginia come September? Bald head, son. Shaved. <laughs> no, 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 no. Never going. This hair, this hair saw the, the streaks break. It's going nowhere. I got you. I got you. I love it. I'm here for it. I, I wish that my wife would let me do it. Uh, after seeing you today earlier on FaceTime, Courtney said, that looks really good on him. So anyway, <clears throat> I was like, hey, back up. Slow, slow down your estrogen. Chill out. Um, so <laughs> anyway, we're talking on the Pandemonium Reigns podcast today. We're talking 2023 Auburn Tigers, and we've been excited about this one for a minute now. So before we jump into this, make sure you hit like and subscribe. It does wonders for the algorithms and the formulas that are in the World Wide Web. Um, so we appreciate you doing that. We're going to tickle the ears, and we're going to do it. Through the through the lens of of Auburn football. Now, as we get this going, <clears throat> just put yourself. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Let me say this first before I ask you this question. If we've you and I've talked about this probably hundred thousand times. If if Tennessee ever gets hit with a death penalty and the football program sports are done and they're just an academic school, they don't have any athletics at Tennessee. I'm gonna be an Auburn fan. I think it's a pretty easy decision for me. And everybody goes, "Why? Why would you like to team?" Shut up! They hate our Georgia and they hate Bama. So do I. War Eagle. <laughs> so uh, kiss it. And at this point, um, I'm rooting for the 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 redemption of a few freeze. I love a good comeback story. But anyway, so if you, if you are an Auburn fan, we know that you're not GBO. Put your finger on the pulse. Of your figurative Auburn fanhood, and where you and where you at, dude? They're so. I, I'm gonna say there. I would be too. So excited. Mm. There's if there's an area as well that that they have Tennessee, maybe the fan base beat. It's excitement. Yeah, it is Twitter fieriness. Mm. I mean, even when you think about Vol Twitter and all it does, good and bad, <laughs> they're right there with it, dude. They're insane. Yeah, I think that's why that transition might be doable <clears throat> if Tennessee didn't exist. If, uh, you know, if uh, we didn't send David Crockett, the boys to rescue Texas, if that <laughs> didn't happen, I, I think Auburn would be viable because there's so many similarities. Yeah. And, and just like, it, you know, think about when Tennessee hired Josh Hoppel, he was the most, you know, established coach since Johnny majors thinking about what they'd done as a head coach in college football, but we weren't excited like that. Mm -hmm. And, you think about Hugh Freeze, yeah, there was social media backlash from all other areas and, and some parts of Auburn, I'm sure, were like, oh, man, what are we doing? But they're so excited just in the way that you should be when you land a name that can do the positive things like Hugh Freeze can do. I, I'm rooting for the redemption story as well. I don't want any more of the drama. He doesn't need that. He's done. If he gets mm -hmm. that, that's that's bad. I think sure. he needs to be in the sport. He's good for the sport on, on that yeah. good side of him. Yeah. They're, they're stoked, and they should be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Jordan Hare, highly underrated place to play. Doesn't get enough credit. But uh, as I started digging into this, come across uh, just a couple things that I wanted to point out. 
You know the last time that they had back-to-back losing seasons? Dude. Think no, I don't. Oh, I mean, gosh, just, okay. just go back through the Gus Malzahn years and then through the Tommy Tubblefer years and whoever was before him and then whoever yeah. was before him and then Let before him say... and then before him and then you'll get there. Okay, I was going to say, if it wasn't like, you know, they fell off a cliff when when Cam, when Cam Newton left because he's all they had anyway on offense. Yeah. They fell off a cliff that year. They were terrible with Chiswick. He was gone shortly after. But I was going to say, if it wasn't then, I mean, they've been consistent in the ways that Tennessee was consistent until 15 years ago mm-hmm. is what Auburn's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got high, high highs. They've got some low lows, but they bounce back quickly somehow in a SEC West that's been remarkable for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, man, I mean, they should be excited. They've done a, <laughs> they, they've done maybe – the roster flip, the way you perhaps should have, I, I don't know, because Dion's got to try to win games and it's tough, but they've done some really, I mean, they've, they've almost broken even, whereas yeah. Dion's just like, get out, get out, get out. They've like <laughs> broken even, if not netted a player or two mm-hmm. in the portal. And it's going to be fascinating to watch. Schedule could be, could be a lot worse. Schedule's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. I'm excited to get into it in a second, but yeah, it's not bad for, and, and if you think about Hugh Freeze, yeah, Liberty, whatever. Um, and again, I'm I'm not saying he's the best person in the world. There's definitely some things that are very ugly on in his in his past. Hopefully, he bounces back from like we're saying. But if you think about his stint at Ole Miss, he didn't start out with much there. I mean, he really didn't. Yeah. They were in a bad place when he took over, um, and, and it didn't take him long to beat Alabama even and do some really good things. Yeah, now you know that had a, a had a very low ceiling. Kind of their their ceiling was was visible. You, you know, they didn't have necessarily playoff potential. They never made it that far into the conversation, but mm-hmm. they had some good squads. They put up some points. He's a, he's a good football mind. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. But to answer the question, 1975, 76, and 77 is the last time they've had back-to-back losing seasons. Wow. Puts the program into a little bit different perspective, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you started to hit on it with the post-Chiswick era or, or right at the end of his era, I should say. They had the obviously the national championship run in 2010. I think they had a really bad 2011, maybe four and eight, something like that. So that must bad. have been must have been must must mean that they went six and six or seven and six, you know, in 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 2012 and obviously the hiring of, of Gus where they make a natty run, mm-hmm. natty game run in 2013. <clears throat> but anyway, so uh additionally, one more thing before we before we dive into this, consider the – I don't know if I want to call Gus's tenure there something he sustained. I mean, he beat Bama. Yeah. Times, and they had some low lows, some really high highs. But I think there was some form of weird consistency under Gus. And then yep. he's, he's gone. They, they do that ridiculous contract, buy out of that, and think about how far – Harson took it in a year and a half. How yeah. how bad it got. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the roster they've done they've got a lot of wins <clears> in the transfer <throat> portal. So the it's almost the, the roster is almost completely flipped. Not not like a Colorado flipped, but you know, yeah, you get the point. So uh, diving into this, just uh, what what they left off from from last year. You know they're going to be losing dudes like Tank Bigsby, Derek Hall, who I believe was drafted. Um, I can never say his name. Owen Papo, Papo, whatever, elite linebacker. 
Uh, <laughs> lost TJ Finley to the portal. Darn. That's a win, not uh, positive. I did just see and looking at all this stuff. Remember Joey Gatewood, once quarterback at Auburn? Yes. Wow. Is now listed as quarterback receiver, transferring from UCF to Louisville now. Wow. Yeah. The portal is a thing. Uh, they lose <laughs> losing Jeffrey Mma. Not yep. to be confused with Taylor Hansen and Mbop. Yeah. Uh, to <laughs> in the portal to Purdue. Yeah. Uh, so some things there that I just don't make sense. So they're losing. <laughs> it's funny to say this because they didn't have a lot of production last year, but losing production. Yep. But you gain some some really a uh, handful of group five guys. You get Peyton Thorne in the portal. I think if you're an Auburn fan, you're looking at the portal, you're going, you're excited because you're adding bodies, 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 uh, add a competition factor. And even though the quarterback job is really up in the air, adding Peyton Thorne is going to add experience, which should raise the level of all those guys. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, ESPN FBI has got, Auburn at five and seven. Interesting. You know, but yep. the FBI sometimes stays drunk. So fair. <laughs> on, on one leg, it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And and just one more thing before I want to dive into the schedule. Obviously, the uncertainty that is Jarquez Hunter. And yeah. I don't know how much you looked into this before we got started, but there is a, an alleged sex tape out there where I don't know if you saw this, where he was supposedly charging $5 a pop. <laughs> wow, my so, man, getting in on that <laughs> nil. <Woo. laughs> Emphasize the n and the i and the the n and okay. <laughs> not, not, not gonna go there. Not gonna go there. Yeah, yeah. We'll just All leave right. that. So it's gonna be tough to do this, considering we don't know who QB one is. And I was talking to a, a, a buddy of mine here in the area, big Auburn guy, and he actually thinks that the the QB one. The guy who's going to win is Griner. It's not interesting or Peyton Thorne, and he's that's interesting. I appreciate his. Um, I, I'm not going to say he's a reliable source, but um, I think he's got logical thoughts. If that makes yeah. sense. Hope you're listening, Corey. If you're not, you suck. Anyway, so let's dive into the schedule. First three games start off very nice for these. Absolutely, guys. they're going to host. They're going to host UMass. Don't want to spend a lot of time here. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely a dub. That's a nice start. Get get some things figured out before yeah. your trip to California. Before your and you know that there's if you're a Pac-12 fan participant, athletic <laughs> director, you, you got to be pissed off. Like, how did Auburn get Cal? Right? Yeah. But 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 who's but who's we can't. But Colorado. Colorado. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I I can't see why Cal can compete with almost any. SEC team not named Vanderbilt. Yeah, same. I mean, Cal was Colorado's lone win last year. Don't care where the game's played. The only thing that really could go wrong is if it's one of those 9 a.m. local time kickoffs. But, you know, make the trip, get out there, show up. Yeah. You know, play physical football. My gosh, you should win this by three scores if at minimum. At minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cal's got nothing. Yep. And then you host Sanford and – I'm going to throw a little surprise here at you. Sanford wins the money game that day because they collect a check from Auburn as they go home with a loss. Huh? Yeah, no, no. That's absolutely correct. That's <laughs> If they don't start 3-0, and it, it could be a long year one, which would yeah. be understandable, but it, it yeah. will be a long year one if they don't start 3-0. and Yeah, 3-0. and 
I, I would I would I would almost be willing to bet my annual salary three and zero, and then you have it gets interesting from from the get for Auburn. Yes, it uh, does. Game, game number four, traveling to College Station. Now I'm going to go ahead and mark this as a loss just to get that out there. But I find this one very intriguing because I didn't. I have one toss up game, not this one, mm-hmm. but I was really close to marking this and marking this one a toss up game. I would have absolutely marked this a toss-up game if it's later in the schedule because I, I feel that the drama between Jimbo and Petrino is inevitable. I yeah. Just, I just feel like that's going to be two freight trains at one another, and Jimbo's just going to pull the reins and say, you don't know what you're doing, boy. Watch you this. don't know what a football is, boy. <laughs> However, uh, tragedy, things have not fallen apart yet for Texas A&M by game four. Talent is not an issue for the Aggies. It's been coaching. That's a loss for Auburn. Probably, I'm, you know, on my on the spectrum of how we've been looking at these first year coaches, I'm doing one look at it that's like, well, possibly they could they could win that game for sure. I mean, look at coaching. The coaching favors Auburn a lot. I think mm. the talent does not. The depth does not, um, and that's why it's probably a loss in Texas in College Station. So this one kind of is a toss-up for me because it's also like they, they really, really need this game because of the stretch that we're about to get into. Yeah. But, you know, again, I can kind of see either way. I'm going to lean win right here. Um, wow. I just am. I think they've got the coaching advantage. I think you'll find the very best of, of whichever quarterback. And, I, you know, I've got reasons to believe that it should be Ashford because of his versatility. We'll mm-hmm. see, of course. But I, I'm going to lean win for Auburn here. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, it, we haven't disagreed too much so far on schedule predictions. No, but no we've yeah. not. I'll, I'll, that will just that will just shock me if yeah. they if they do that in College Station. Anyway, I'm here for it. Oh I'll, yeah. Give me that. Give me that. It's good on so many fronts for us. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. So then they travel back to Auburn, hosting Georgia, and this game could be played in Georgia. It could be played in Auburn. It could be played in Kansas. It could be played in the depths of hell. Would not matter. Georgia by a hundred, probably so. I've got a loss, no doubt. Um, you know that this series doesn't get as weird as the Iron Bowl, and it would need all the weirdness. It would need Georgia to have no quarterback, and they've got several options. Not going down the road right now. Yeah, loss. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about do we do an episode on the 2023 Georgia Bulldogs, and I just don't know that we get any listeners because it's boring. It, it is boring, you know. I mean, very boring to me. Win, 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 win. Maybe win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They get a bye week. Man, if I'm the athletic director, I'm like, hey, can we can we move this? <laughs> can we? Yeah. Can 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 we push this back after the LSU game? Can yes. can we just go ahead and get these losses, you know, out of the way? And, and and let us get healed up before the Mississippi schools, but doesn't. comes for LS, uh, Louisiana State, and I don't think it matters if it's in Baton Rouge, Auburn. It's a loss. Yeah, it would it would need – this This needs too many things for me to be an Auburn win. LSU brings back so much off of a pretty dang good team. You know, even despite the bad start they had, I just – I don't see a win for Auburn in, in yeah. Death Valley. It's It's a loss there again for me as well. Either, yeah. I mean, you're talking about defending division champs and probably the the guys to be favored to do it again. That, Bingo. I mean, that's that's my thought. Bingo. For this next one, I don't have a prediction yet. I can't. I, this is marked up as a toss-up for me. 
Okay. And I, I go back and forth. I think I would feel a, l- a little bit better about Ole Miss if it was at home. I like Hugh Freeze to to pull something out of his hat or to to get a win, you know, where he shouldn't, or mm-hmm. or, or or to or to be on the positive side of a of a toss up game. I'm really curious to hear, hear what you got to say about this game. Now, and this is you kind of uh, threw me off there. This is at Auburn, correct? Yeah. Okay, so that's an interesting schedule in and of itself. That means they they travel to Georgia, Alabama, and the Mississippi schools. In, in even years, and then they host those teams in odd years because that's what I've got here. So I just wanted to make sure. I'm pretty high on Ole Miss, though. Um, I've got, again, the possibility when I look at this schedule, it's it's so possible that they win. You think about those games that that Lane Kiffin loses that he shouldn't, and it's happened in each of their last couple of years. I mean, well, you think about the way they finished last year, and it just finished as a train wreck with him being a possible candidate for Auburn. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm pretty high on Ole Miss this year. I know they lost the the leading receiver. They do bring back Judkins, and and they're going to bring him back again. He's going to have a very explosive career there if he stays healthy. They've got so many quarterback options. I just think that with Lane's offensive, with his same offensive mind that we kind of think about with Hugh, I'm going to lean Ole Miss with the continuity that they have that Auburn doesn't quite yet have. Um, and again, the pieces that they have, I like, I just, man, I really like some of those pieces. So I'm going to lean on Miss. I'm pretty high on them there again, possible for Auburn to pull this game out because the talent is not, you know, planets apart. It's just a few miles. It's, it's a few miles or a few steps apart. Mm-hmm. So it is possible, but I'm going to go on Miss as of today. I think I'm going to do the same. I think if they could get that bye week post LSU before Ole Miss, I'd feel a whole lot different, but the placements, of this game, Georgia, bye week, LSU, Ole Miss. I mean, they could spend their bye week just preparing for Ole Miss and just like, listen, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> just just do the best you can in Baton Rouge next week. Let's go ahead and prepare for Ole Miss. Yeah. I'll take I'll take a loss. Uh, I, I yeah. like the I like the I like the certainty, like you said, in the in the quarterback room, as opposed to just Auburn not knowing. I don't know if Ole Miss knows who their quarterback is. And they may Either, not. But, I mean, even if it's Jackson Dart, comes with experience, understanding the playbook, yada, yada, yada. I'll take the Rebels. Yeah. Now we got back home again, another Mississippi school, Mississippi State. This is tough again for me. I thought this was going to be easier, but the more I thought about this, you know, I, I can sense – I can. it's almost like I can see the, the media headline, you know, Zach Arnett gets a signature win – they attribute it to, you know, Mike Leach, yada, yada, yada. How much emotion is Mississippi State going to be playing with? But this game is at at Auburn. My mind and my heart say very different things, but I'm going to go with a win. I'm, that's where I've been aligned as well, both in, in both of my points of view, where I'm looking at this from a realistic and a kind of, you know, glass – full perspective. I'm looking at this as a win for Auburn. The only thing I really don't like for Auburn is, um, my gosh, the quarterback who was probably gray-haired that I just forgot the name of. My goodness, Will. Who, what now? Say it again. Mississippi State's quarterback. Oh, Will Rogers. Will Rogers. Good heavens. He's been there for so long that I've forgotten his name. That's the only matchup that I don't like. I like the coaching for Auburn. I like – I don't even mind the – I, in fact, I, I think I might like the players and, and the pieces for Auburn more than Mississippi State with transfer losses, with 
being schemed up for for Leach versus Arnett. Lord knows it's going to look different. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm leaning Auburn. Um, Mississippi State's going to have a lot to play for all year, and I, I really do want the best for them. But I, I do see Auburn winning this game, and kind of both of my points of view that I've referenced so far. Yeah, if Mike if Mike Leach was still with us, if he was calling those plays, I'd probably lean the other way. But agreed. Yeah, uh, rumor is I don't know if you heard this, but Will Rogers is uh, actually Hunter Renfro just with a name change. That is like, that Hunt, is Hunter Renfro in disguise. Great point, dude. Great point. <laughs> Bailey Zappi move over. <laughs> so uh, after playing the Mississippi schools, they're going to travel up to Nashville. They're going to travel up to Nashville for a home game. How weird, huh? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and put you down as a win then. Got you it. got it. <laughs> Noted. Noted. Then they're back on the road uh, at Arkansas. This was tough for me. I, I had to Thank sit you. on this one for a little bit. I'll let you go first. Yeah, same for me. It was tough, and it's another one where I'm split on. Best case scenario, they can absolutely win this game. We saw Arkansas deal with health issues at quarterback last year with kind of just – the toughness and, and the signature style that we'd seen from Pittman early in his head coaching days, just it wasn't there as much last year. Now they've got a lot of pieces to be excited for really all over the field. Uh, they've been active in that, that transfer portal as well. Um, I do have this as a loss for Auburn. Um, I, I kind of had the mindset, and this is not to get off topic, but I kind of have the mindset of it's like it's getting to be now or never for Pittman at Arkansas. Like he needs to get back to that form that he kind of established early of being really tough, really tough to beat. And they have the pieces to do that with Jefferson, with Raheem Sanders, and some of those receivers that they've got. Um, so I'm, I'm leaning Arkansas. There's certainly a case that Auburn wins this game, but right now I'm, I'm with Arkansas. Okay. Yeah, I think this game really comes down to the status of K.J. Jefferson. Yeah. The guy can't stay healthy, and, and now we're talking about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, game 10, week week. You know, we're we're deep into the season at this point. Is he healthy? Mm-hmm. I have to assume he is. I'm going to go a win for Arkansas, loss for Auburn, and uh, this next two. The, I f- I feel like this is where the schedule ends for Auburn. <laughs> like yeah. it's just it's just pretty black and white from here. Hosting New Mexico State, win. Them Lobos going home with an L. <laughs> la la lobos la 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 lobos and then bama loss that's what i've got as well you know i'm surprised looking back in the way that i look at these schedules that i've done for all these teams that i didn't build a scenario in my head where alabama really struggles to find the pieces mm-hmm. after Bryce young and mm-hmm. and all the other guys that we won't get back into but i didn't you know when i looked at this i see a loss even with auburn hosting it even with the weirdness of the iron bowl I just – I don't think they'll be there yet, even with Hugh Freeze 10 years ago or almost 10 years ago, kind of having Saban's number for a brief stint. I just – I don't know, man. I don't I don't see a win for Auburn in that one. I hear you. I hear you. I don't, I don't either. I don't – I feel that Bama at this point could roll at any quarterback and it almost not matter. Uh, you've got them seven and five. Man, yep. man, man. Yeah. I'll just go ahead and, and, and say something real sneaky real quick before we get there. That's higher than my ceiling for them. Wow, yeah. It's higher than my ceiling for them. Seven and five. You got them seven and five. I got them six and six. I think this drastically changes if Hunter becomes ineligible, if he's dismissed from the team. I mean, it can it's gonna go south fast. For yeah. Those guys. 
But uh, anyway, so we've got seven, five, six, and six. I feel like that that gap between six and six and seven and five is massive. But you have them doing it. Um, yeah. So so with that said, go ahead and give me your 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 ceiling and your floor. Yeah. If if, that, if if you got them, sorry, if you got them predicted seven and five, I can't wait to hear your ceiling. Yeah. No, and it's not much higher. And you know, the best case, if if I mean, think about it this way: if you look at the schedule, their their toughest games are Georgia at LSU, and you know that's skipping Texas A and M. But mm-hmm. their toughest, toughest games that top level for me is Georgia at LSU, hosting Alabama, and oh no, at at Texas A and I did skip that one actually. So those are your four toughest games, but you still you sprinkle in Ole Miss, you sprinkle in Arkansas, which I took losses for both those games for Auburn. But it would be losing only those those four toughest is, is really my ceiling. No higher than eight and four. Things just don't go that well oftentimes when there's been a coaching change. And I, and again, we like Hugh Freeze on the field, what his mind brings to the game, but things just don't line up that well. With Hunter getting in trouble, man, with he should be he's going to have so many carries, so many opportunities this year. That's not a good sign, right? If you're having discipline is- issues from one of your should be stars, I mean that. I don't know how many games he'll he'll be looking at missing, but I'm I'm sure at this point, unless things just change on it on their on its head, then he's going to miss some games, and that's going to be tough. And then you know, what if a quarterback doesn't? Yeah, take the job and run with it. I mean, we talk yeah. about that with just about every every first year coach so far. Yeah. But if the, if it doesn't, man, this is a brutal brutal gauntlet. That it's really a it's a, it's a tough middle and it's a tough ending with Alabama. But it becomes so much tougher if somebody doesn't run with that job. Yes, yes, yes. So you've got eight and four as the ceiling, and what's the floor? I would say the floor then would be because I, I actually forgot to do this. Let me glance real quick. I would believe my floor would be five and seven. Um, okay. I'm not missing something there. Okay, five and seven, and then with a with a ceiling of eight and four. Yeah. Cool. So my my floor for these guys is also five and seven. I think that changes if if Hunter is not eligible. However, I don't know that it changes too much. I'm, I think you're staring at four and eight if things don't go well and you don't have Hunter. Which yeah, <laughs> your floor is I. Things are not going well, and that probably means the dismissal of your arguably your best player. But anyway, mm-hmm. I think your ceiling is only a one game difference between uh, between the ceiling and my prediction. I've got the ceiling at six and six. Yeah, I there's some favorable favorable things with this schedule, but it's still the SEC West. If it, if they're if they go six and six, they I think that means that they beat Arkansas. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, I, and I just don't see a win for that AM game, no matter how you spin it. So that's still one, two, three, four. Uh, oh, I guess that would put my ceiling at seven and five. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Not 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 six and six. <clears throat> but um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run with them at five and seven. I just don't. I I feel I feel. Like it's pretty clear on what the outcome is going to be, with the exception of like Ole Miss, yeah, maybe maybe Arkansas. But anyway, um, before we get into best and worst case scenario, let's talk QB room just for a second. And if you're an Auburn fan, how are you feeling about it? Who do you want? 
put yourself in the in in the shoes of an Auburn an Auburn fan. Talk to that, me about the quarterback room. That loyalty that we mentioned with with how they've been, despite the the lows, really. I mean, of course they're they're there for the highs, but for those lows that we've mentioned that they've not left for. If you think about Auburn Mississippi State last year, you think about I believe it was Auburn Texas A and M. They're late when Cadillac is is on the sidelines, and the place is just electric. electric. Yeah, and they are they're bad. Okay, they're a bad yeah. team last year, but the place is electric. But I'm going in. I'm diving into that loyalty there. And that's why I think you're wanting Robbie Ashford if hmm. if you're if you're deep in that Auburn fan base, if you're a lifer uh with with the Tigers. I think it's Robbie Ashford. Versatility. You got Hugh Freeze now that should be able to pull some of his his best passing ability out of him in theory. Mm-hmm. Um now you look at Peyton Thorne. It, when you look at Peyton Thorne, you're saying, Can we get that twenty twenty one Peyton Thorne? Can we get his best out of him? And he's certainly got a higher ceiling as a passer, but Man, if you look at the athlete, the, maybe the ceiling to help out your offensive line, that's why I think Ashford is the way that I would be leaning. I can't speak much to the Griner kid that you mentioned. I mm-hmm. uh, don't know much about him. I kind of view it as a two-man race for that reason. Yeah. And, again, I'm just I'm thinking about that loyalty, where I'd be as a fan. I'm, I'm thinking about Robbie Ashford when I think about last season, some of the plays he was able to make, how electric of an athlete he can be. Yeah. That's probably where I'm at. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. I my mind and my heart are, are in very different places. My mind says, well, it's got to be Peyton Thorne, right? I don't see him transferring if he doesn't feel like he's got a chance to win the job. But yeah. you made a reference to 2021 Peyton Thorne when he had Kenneth Walker in the backfield and he was throwing to Jaden Reed. Mm-hmm. You might not have Hunter and tell me who your receivers are. Exactly. And that's another reason the receivers are another reason that I would think Ashford, you know, he can yeah. dive around and, and – make crazy plays with his legs to give time for those receivers to break open if they can. Yeah. Things like that. You know, that he just, he brings another element that they don't necessarily have. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to segue very well into my best and worst case scenario. I can, I can knock this out pretty quick and then I'll, I'll, I'll leave the remaining thing. minutes to you. So your, your best case, worst case scenario comes down to the quarterback room. I think. Your base, your best case scenario is Hunter gets cleared, play, and somebody wins that job outright. Somebody won it. Amen. Somebody, somebody, took the, somebody took the reins. I don't care if it's Griner. I don't care if it's Ashford. I don't care if it's Thorn. Somebody did it. I think your worst case scenario is you you come out of summer camp and you're going into game one and you still don't know who the guy is. Yep. And if you're trying to figure that out going into coming out of coming out of Sanford, going into A and M. Bad, bad news. Yep. I think I think it's that simple. You either know who the guy is or you don't. The best case scenario is you know who the guy is. The guy won the job. The worst case scenario is nobody won the job. You brought in yep. a transfer. You've got an athlete in Ashford. You've got potential in this grinder kid, and nobody's doing it. That's that's not good. Hundred percent agree. And I I can't really name you know the only negatives I guess uh, worst case that I can think of is. It's it's just so bad that there's such a disciplinary issue on something so prolific and and yeah. this is such a bad scenario this early into a tenure mm-hmm. when Hughes got a you know a laundry list attached to his name yeah. it's just such a bad look so that cannot happen that would be my worst case if, if issues mount up or they build something to that effect but again best case for me is Hunter is good to go somehow because that again just doesn't look like the path to me without missing some time now maybe it's Maybe it's UMass and Cal. I don't. I don't know. But 
you know, you need him back early, and then you need a quarterback to, I mean, run away with this job, I think. You don't yes. need any questions. Exactly, exactly. No questions by the time you're traveling to College Station, for sure. I would love it if it was established within those three games, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe take that UMass game, and then let's settle it on the field. And, and hopefully yep. that happens at the latest in that moment. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, I'm, I'm right there with you. I can't see much else because I, they're just such a, they're a new team. I mean, they are a new team front and back, offense, defense. So you're going to show me something. Um, but again, I'm putting a lot of, st- uh, of trust in that, you know, that ceiling, especially, and, and even that seven and five mm-hmm. in Hugh Freeze and some mm-hmm. of those guys, the best versions of Ashford or Thorne and, and Jarquez Hunter. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, uh, that, a lot of good can come out of this season for these guys. A lot of bad can come out of this season for these guys. It's really high highs, really low lows. I think uh, in addition to the best case and worst case is that this this thing with Hunter just doesn't go away. And and and, and I'm not making jokes here. I know that we joke a lot, but not making jokes here. Yeah. The fact that this case with Too Hunter is, is, is sexually related and the thing with Hugh Freeze, you know what I'm saying? Was, That's exactly was, where was I was Sexually going. related. Yep. That can that can paint a, a really bad narrative fast if this doesn't yeah. get resolved. I hope the thing with Hunter is not true. You know, agreed. Um, and, and and I would be saying that if if that were Bama, or now nah, would be saying it for Georgia. Um, <laughs> oh God, no, then we I'm, joked about it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I joked about it. But uh, anyway, good stuff I've today, a, man. I've got a just a red hot question for you for Auburn. Okay. Okay. Where where just just your ceiling. Where would your ceiling alone be had they landed Devin Leary or Grayson McCall? Where would it be? Win, win, win. That changes that. Loss, loss. Where would my ceiling be? Mm-hmm. Would, it, how, how, would it increase it substantially at all? So we got one. Yeah, it would. Uh, I'd say eight and four, nine and three. Actually, yeah, I would I would, I would be looking a lot harder at that eight and four with and really thinking about man who could they pick off? Look at the mm-hmm. what an ad that would have been for them. It really stinks that you know those guys, I, McCall especially. It sounded really goofy. Yeah, for reasons that that he didn't make it to even in Florida. I mean, how how pathetic on their part to to not bring in someone like that. I mean, you just got to make it work, dude. We got to do a show work. in Florida. We got to. Oh, we we got to do a show in Florida. Hey, hey, we're wrapping up our first. You know, we're wrapping up the sermon series on first year coaches. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll look into second year coaches. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I also and when I don't want to turn this in, by any stretch into an orange cast and start talking Tennessee Florida, but I, regarding Florida, I just remember going into the twenty fifteen season. Just man, they got no offensive line. They're this first year coach. Yeah, and and they still got us. So anyway, Auburn, yeah. we're rooting for you guys. War Beagle, baby. That's what happens when a Tennessee fan and an Auburn fan have a baby. They have a War Beagle. And yeah. we're rooting for you guys. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. Anything else on Auburn? That uh that spicy thought of Leary or McCall, man, that was it. That was the best I had to offer. I, I would much rather have seen Leary in in Auburn <laughs> jersey yes. than, than a Kentucky jersey. Any wrong any shade of blue. Wrong Indeed. shade of blue. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Hey, we love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for talking and listening. Auburn football with us. Would love to know your thoughts. So make sure you drop a comment. Make sure you drop a like. 
I don't care if you did, if you didn't like the video. Just do it anyway, just because and we're friends, right? If our voices are currently in your ears, it means we're friends. So just hit the like button. We love you guys. Thanks for letting us tickle your ears. Like, subscribe, all the things. This pandemonium reigns. God bless. I almost forgot the name of our podcast. Mango balls. GBO. Pandemonium reigns.